Welcome to the Free Range Human Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremiah Whalen, and in this podcast, I'm going to share tools, techniques, and processes that you can use to improve your life 1% daily through the development of your goals, mindset, habits, energy, and relationships, all designed for you to take action. Now, on to the show. All right, now that you're moving, there's a yin to that yang, a balance of the opposite for this. Exercise is going to put stress on your body. Good stress, stress that allows you to grow with your strength or with your endurance. So to help your body be its best and so you can show up each day for your training, whatever that is, then you're going to need to recover. If you want to be your best cognitively out in your workplace or with your friends or with your family or for yourself, you're going to need to recover. There's lots of ways to recover. So when it comes down to recovery for your muscles and things like that, one of the tried and true methods is a simple foam roller. You can go ahead and find any videos online about how to foam roll. Some are going to be better than others. But really, take care of those muscles. You can get a massage. It's sort of the same thing, but you do it yourself and you're able to do it every day. One of the greatest things out there, and they are definitely very affordable, is those massage guns. All right, They look like a tea with a little ball at the end and they move really fast and at first they hurt but then it's not so bad you find the relief then you can do restorative things like meditation or yoga or restorative walks even but the number one thing you can do that you can control most of the time and if you aren't able to control it you should look at some priorities and we'll we'll talk about time management again later but you can look at ways to where you can make it a priority it is a game changer when you do. And you've heard it. You've heard it before. This is not new. Trust me. I'm not saying anything new. Like I said, sometimes my job is to serve you up a little reminder of things that might be the time for you to work on. And that's sleep. Getting seven to nine hours. All right. Nine is a stretch and it might be too much. But seven, I feel like for most adults, If you have a job and you have things you need to do and responsibilities and all these other things that vie for your time in the day, you manage seven hours, chances are you're going to be all right. So how do you do that? Well, just look at what time you got to go to work. Okay, say it's eight o'clock. All right, and you got your workout, whatever that is. So let's just give ourselves an hour for that. All right, so that puts you at seven. Well, you got to shower and you got to eat. So let's tack on another half hour. So now we're at 630. You have a morning routine that involves reading, journaling, your personal development time. That'll take about a half an hour. So now we're at six. If you wake up at six and then you handle your personal development, your reading, your journaling, things of that nature, a cup of coffee, and then at 630, you start working on your exercise routine at 730. You're done. Then you got that half hour to shower. That's eight. You're still late. So we're going to have to rewind it a little more because you might have to drive to where you got to be. So now we're at 530. Okay, heck, five. Five is safe. If you get up at 5 a.m., you can get so much more done in the day than if you didn't. And you won't regret it because it's all the things that would get pushed aside or you're already pushing aside anyways, like your morning routine and your exercise your personal growth time. That's what those things fall under. Well, sleep is the setup to personal growth. So now we're up at five. Rewind. Now you're in bed by 10. 
So 10 to 5 is when you sleep. You got a half hour wiggle room in there. So maybe you stay up till 1030. So then you're up at 530. But you got to get going. No slow wake ups there. But that's seven hours. That's doable. That's how you show up better. You know, there's studies out there that show if you, the more you limit your sleep or don't get enough, it compounds. And it's essentially like showing up drunk to whatever you got to do. Who wants that? I know that's not when you're your best. There's different sleep cycles you can get in, and they're an essential part of the daily life. But so many of us don't understand the different lengths of sleep cycles and the different phases that occur in each cycle. All right, here they are. Stage one, stage two, stage three, and REM. Each stage has its own unique characteristics and plays a different role in helping us to get a good night's rest. Stage one is the lightest stage of sleep. During this time, your heart rate and breathing begin to slow down. Your body temperature begins to drop. Your brain is also reducing its activity and your body ultimately is starting to relax. So this is probably like, you know, is like a light sleep. This is a light sleep right here. You can get woken up pretty easily. Stage two, this is the deepest stage of the light sleep. During this stage, your heart rate and breathing continue to slow. Your body temperature keeps dropping. You're less likely to be awoken by some external stimulus or anything during this stage of sleep. So you're kind of, you're, now you're in a deeper sleep, but it's still light until you get to stage three. That's the deepest stage. Your body's at its most restful pace. Your heart rate's slow, your breathing's slow. Your body temperature's as cool as it's gonna get. Your muscles are relaxed. Hopefully your brain activity decreases significantly. And this is where you're most likely to experience deep, restful sleep. And then finally, you get to the sleep everybody talks about, and it's the REM sleep, the REM. During this stage, your brain activity increases. Your eyes move rapidly beneath your eyelids, you know, back and forth. This is the stage of sleep where you are most likely to experience those vivid dreams, you know, of you flying or your teeth falling out or something weird like that. The length of these sleep cycles varies from person to person, but basically you can rely on it to be around 90 to 110 minutes. And during a typical night's sleep, we cycle through each stage multiple times spending the majority of our sleep in that deeper sleep stage. So if you understand how these sleep cycles work and the different phases that occur during each cycle, you can really start to get a better gauge on your night's sleep. And if you're having difficulty getting sleep, consider like a sleep test or something simple like changing your pillow, reducing your screen time, having some tea, relaxing a little bit more, and getting that exercise in each day. That'll probably help a lot too. Oh, a huge one is to try not to eat a couple hours before you go to bed. This starts that digestive process that resting gets going before you eventually lay down to go to sleep. All right, so there you go. There's some recovery. There's some advice on some sleep. So go ahead, close your minds. Get that recovery. Take that time. Prioritize it. It's a meeting you can't cancel because you absolutely need it to survive. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Free Range Human Life. Please check out my website, thefreerangehumanlife.com. Let me know in a voicemail. How many hours of sleep are you getting on average? I'm curious to see what my listeners are getting for their rest. Be well and stay strong, y'all.